0: There are things that we experience but never talk about. A shadow moving in a corner. Flickering of the lights. A disembodied voice. We invite you to talk with us. Share your story. Share your evidence. Because this isn't just your story. This is our story. This is Ghost Box Radio. And this is Ghost Box Radio on AM 950, where every week we talk about the paranormal ufology Bigfoot or just the unusual. My name is Greg Bakken, and thank you very much for joining me today. You know, I gotta say that, uh, last night was pretty amazing, and I I gotta explain why real fast. You know, being a paranormal investigator, uh, we do these classes along with Char Savoy from, uh, Charvinity and Metamorphosis uh, Connections, uh, that we do this paranormal class, and at the end of the six week course, We bring our students to a location to do an investigation and uh, it's pretty fantastic because we get to see a great location as well as get to see uh, some people who've never done a paranormal investigation and see how they react in certain situations. It's a lot – it's it's really transformative to be honest because you get to see exactly how people can – be confronted with spirits and, and a respectful level. And I just really am on a high from that, even though we, we didn't stop till 3.30 in the morning. And uh, it's so it's it's a very much a uh, it's very much like uh, I'm gonna crawl under this desk after the show and uh, maybe Matt McNeil will wake me up and let me go home you know tomorrow afternoon or something like that but you know I do want to say thank you to the Grant House for uh, allowing us out there and I also want to give a special shout out to the new restaurant that's in there a uh, little Mabel's table and uh, this place you know if you're a foodie. And it's only about an hour out of the Twin Cities, not even that. If you're a foodie, go check it out. Go check out the Grand House. Go check out Little Mabel's Table. They took very good care of us this weekend. Uh, Michelle and Bruce, thank you very much for everything. Um, you know, and, and we were talking about food and love and the connection of love and food to be able to make uh, it, it the best food that they can as well as just have following your dreams. And, and it became a very emotional conversation. And that and then the whole weekend is emotional because people are being faced with stuff that helps them grow. So I am am at a very grateful place today. So I just really wanted to to say that and I think it's good. I think this is a good segue because um I'm with somebody who is always grateful, somebody who's always about, um, you know, trying to find the best place for themselves to be in as well as uh, others. So today I have on Lily McNamara, who's part of the group Twin Cities Pagan Pride that's putting on Paganicon 2023. We're going to be talking about this event that is happening March 17th through 19th at the Crown Plaza uh, in Plymouth. You can get tickets at tcpaganpride.org. Lily, welcome to Ghost Box Radio.
1: Hello Greg, thank you for having me. And yes, I I love community and I also love food. Now I want you made me hungry. I think I'm going to have to go up there.
0: <laughs> you you should. Please do and and if you do or if anyone does, please, you know, just let let them know that uh we that we sent you up there because it is it is really really uh, a really great place. I don't know how many times I say really in a sentence, but when you when you go to bed at 3.30, I'm just lucky that I can walk. So uh, I'd like to invite all of our listeners to join into the conversation. You could do so to call in and ask Lily a question about Paganicon. You can do that live on the air, 952-946-6205. That's 952-946-6205. You can even email us a comment. The email address for the station is comment at am950radio.com. We are live on AM 950 radio, but also streaming video on the following Facebook pages. You can watch us on AM 950, Things Network, MN Ghost Box, Free Spirited Network, RU Media, Skeleton Key Network, and the Temple of Phoenix Rising. So please support those pages. And if you have a question there, just put it in the comments.
1: Absolutely, and I want to just take a minute and say thank you to everyone who's doing the technology here because I'm not a technology person, and so mad props to everyone who is <laughs> making this possible.
0: Well, that's that's Patrick.
1: Thank you, Patrick. And I'm not
0: really I'm not really sure if a thanks are in order, but you know. <laughs> See, now here we go. Okay, yes? Yeah, no, I'm just the crappy producer. Oh, here we go. his best Eeyore, you know. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of before you even said that. I'm like, I sound like Eeyore, and then you mentioned it. Like, there we go. I'm just trying my best. So, Lily, what's – uh? you know, for those of you who don't know – what Paganicon is? Could you tell them, and 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 uh, why why uh, would be a great experience for them?
1: Because we are a fabulous people is the <laughs> short answer. Um, but it's it is a pagan and spiritual convention that's in Plymouth, Minnesota. It lasts three days: Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and there are countless workshops and the focus is like diversity. So all paths are welcome. And if you're curious or like super intense about it, uh, there is a concert on Friday night and a costume ball on Saturday night if you want to dress up. And there are party suites and vendors. And so it's it's great because it's there's something for everybody. And it's a lot of fun to be in a place that's respectful and safe and open where you can ask questions that, in other parts of your life, like besides Google, <laughs> you can't, you don't have access to that kind of knowledge.
0: No. And, uh, I- it's it's really interesting. Like you mentioned, like the concert in last last year when uh, you all were on, we, we mm-hmm. played a little bit of uh, the music of uh, your your artist that one of the artists that were performing there. And we just mm-hmm. you know because we keep getting cut, kicked off of Facebook every time we play any kind of music, we don't yep. we're not doing it at the moment. But who's who's playing this year?
1: Okay, so we have for the concert it's uh, Sharon Night and Winter, and then for the ball it is. We actually – we're having a twofer. This is the first year we've had two. I'm so excited. So the Mechanist and uh, the Star Goddess will be the first part of the ball, and then we'll obviously have the break for the costume contest. So make sure you come in all your glam, and then Open Investigation will be the second half of the ball who are amazing to watch live.
0: Yeah, I I've, I have to admit I was taken by the name Open Investigation because in my world that's like oh we're just going to investigate the hotel or something and it's like no it's it's a it's a musical act.
1: Yes, and actually the first time I was introduced to them I thought of you and I was like oh is this great band?
0: <laughs> yeah, band yeah my band yeah
1: and then I was like oh no it's not it's music but I still have that correlation so yeah paranormal people come <laughs>
0: well and, and exactly that I mean that's the whole thing and you know it was interesting because before we uh, started. The show you and I were talking about uh, some investigations and stuff, stuff that we've experienced together, mm-hmm. or not together, but in in, in terms yeah. of 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 our worlds and whatnot, and the idea of like it's so. I mean, we talk about this all the time that uh, paranormal work and and mediumship and metaphysical work that you know you know we 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 say sure they overlap, but they not they don't only overlap. They're they're the same thing.
1: Yep, yeah, and with with that like. Talking about Paganicon and the paranormal, a lot of things are the same. It's just different terminology. Yeah. You know, an investigation versus mediumship, like those are so similar. They're just different techniques for the same thing. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of what Paganicon is about. It's like it doesn't matter terminology. We're all the same and we're all there as a community.
0: Right. And, you know, that's the thing that is, uh, you know, that's a bit that's really important to get across as well as the idea of like – the in, the all inclusiveness mm-hmm. of what this uh event is about and i you know one of the things i remember we've talked about before is how to make sure to get um people who are interested you know yep. it, you don't have to be deep into the culture to mm-hmm. to go there and and dip your toe into the the convention
1: yeah and it's my first year many years ago i was a scared little kid <laughs> And I went to Paganicon, and I honestly – because I'm all spiritual and metaphysical and not really pagan way mm-hmm. back then and I didn't think I would fit in and I thought everyone would hate me and I went and everyone was nice. Everyone was like, well, yeah, you fit in here. Why wouldn't you? Are you going to throw something at us? Right. And it's like as long as you're respectful, you fit in. There's a place for you. Right. And so I love it.
0: That I mean that that is really interesting. And I remember also we talked last year about like programming for people who mm-hmm. hadn't – maybe experience or just want to learn more is there more yeah. of that this year
1: there is i i dare say i dare say that <laughs> it is the best programming year to date there is so much diversity there are so many cool rituals so like it's nice to go to a ritual where you don't have to do anything you're just observing and being present and this gives you a space to do that where it's like i don't know where to stand i don't know what to do don't worry we got you and like all these one-on-one classes too intermediate too expert like there's no matter where you are you can dip a toe in just fine
0: yeah i mean and that's that's the important thing about it is like if you have the interest to learn about it mm-hmm. then you have the you know you're going to be taken care of
1: yep exactly
0: and 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 part of it too is the exploration anyway yes. of of on your own just like mm-hmm. going around the um the vendor room and yep. everything like that.
1: Yeah. The vendor room, I'm not going to lie. It's it's so cool this year. There's a leather worker and wow. I saw a picture on, on Facebook, one of their – and I was like – I actually shared it on my Facebook and I was like, if anyone wants to buy me this backpack, this is what I want. I, I freaked <laughs> out. So I'm like, oh. So there are some pretty cool – and actually stained glass. We have a vendor doing stained glass too. So I mean, some unique product is going to be there.
0: You have an iron worker there as well. What is this? No. Is this medieval? <laughs> what is going on over here?
1: Um, no, that's actually a Renaissance festival that has like the iron work. Right, and exactly. But no, she she comes with a bunch of different um, stained glass, and it's cool. I did buy it for my mom. Um, 'Cause she she thought it was really pretty. So my mom got a gift last year.
0: <laughs> oh, that is nice. I mean that's and I mean that's the fun thing about that too, is being able I mean, let alone the programming, it's also the uh the the vendors and everything yeah. else. I mean it really makes up the whole experience.
1: Yeah. And if ever like we have it where you can come to the event and you buy a ticket, but we also have parts of the event that are just open to the public. Oh. Like if you just want to come and be like, is this even my people? The vendor room, the healer and reader room where the psychics and Reiki people are, the art show is all open to the public. Mm-hmm. And so we want we want this to be something where it's welcoming. So if you're like, no, I don't want any programming, but you want to come and see what we sell because we have all the pretty things. Yeah, Absolutely. Stop by.
0: I mean, it can't be, can't be fairer than that. Let's do this. Let's take our first break. When we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Lily McNamara as we talk more about Paganicon 2023. You're listening to Ghost Box Radio on AM 950. And welcome back to Ghost Box Radio on AM 950. My name is Greg Bach, and thank you for joining us. Our guest today is Lily McNamara who is part of the group Twin Cities Pagan Pride that is putting on Paganicon 2023 that takes place March 17th through 19th at the Crown Plaza in Plymouth. You can find out more at tcpaganpride.org. I always I don't always want to say it org because I, I don't like saying it. I always like to spell it out for some reason. You're like whatever. And uh you know, last segment we talked about the convention a little bit. We're mm-hmm. going to talk more about it. I can only imagine that there are people listening who be like, I've heard the term pagan. Mm -hmm. I've heard us talk about this before. But what truly is pagan?
1: So pagan and paganism are really umbrella terms and I feel like everyone really wants to make them just one thing and they're not. It basically means any belief system or religion or path that is not mainstream and so it – you can be monotheistic or polytheistic. You can have more than one god or just one in inside paganism. And basically the main things are do harm to none mm-hmm. but take mm-hmm. no sh- sugar.
0: Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> so so the thing is here is you're talking about the mainstream, uh, like anything that's not mainstream. Yep. My question becomes as time moves on – Things become more mainstream, don't they? Mm-hmm. And is there new things that come in that uh, aren't mainstream? That you know, because because we evolve, we change, mm-hmm. we we move forward. Yeah. Does that does does that line of sight change mm-hmm. then as time goes on?
1: I believe it does. And one of the cool things is that you can blend and have eclectic and melting pot. So it's not just one thing in a box. There's um. Christopaganism, which is like Christianity and paganism blended together, mm-hmm. which no one thinks would fit, but they do. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's being able to have um, an eclectic variety of beliefs that fit you personally, and whether that is strict druid or a, a buffet of a little bit of everything, it's it's all welcome and it all counts and is paganism.
0: That's that's incredible. So. Twin Cities I think Twin Cities is a wealth of different views mm-hmm. uh very you know it's 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 a very it's it's a very open uh city I mean at the same time it's not yes <laughs> but but it it certainly uh lays a lot of uh room for for a lot of people how is the the community the pagan mm-hmm. paganism community in the Twin Cities
1: and we are actually one of the biggest pagan communities in the country. OK. And that honestly has a lot to do with Llewellyn Publishing Company. Oh, yeah. The metaphysical and occult publishing company that uh, if you build it, we will come. Yeah. So it, it's a great hub for for the authors and everything in the community. And it's, it's a lot of diversity. And so depending upon what you're into, if it's like Norse mythology or druidry or kitchen witchery, there is something in the Twin Cities. There is a group. There is a meetup. There is a Zoom call that you can join. It's. I love the buffet of the Twin Cities for paganism. There is mm-hmm. something for everyone, no matter what, and mm-hmm. and it's just amazing.
0: Yeah. No. And and so you know when when if you go to Paganicon and maybe it's beyond Paganicon, maybe it's somewhere else as well. I'm assuming it would be if people are like, I want to see what's out there. Mm-hmm. It, I mean. How can they do that?
1: So uh, I'll tell you how I did it. So when I first started, I knew nothing about paganism and I didn't know anything. I just thought I was spiritual (laughs) and I still am. I went and there are – I like one-stop shopping. So Paganicon and different conferences like that, like the Sowen Symposium stuff in the Twin Cities – It's one-stop shopping. You have a bunch of different workshops in one spot. You have a bunch of different authors in one spot. You have a bunch of different vendors who have different wares that you can use. And so you're able to sample because all it is is an hour or a 90-minute workshop. And you're like – you can go, not, not not for me. I had a few that weren't for me. And others that I'm like, oh, my god. This is what I've missed. This is – I love it. And it just fits into your life so perfectly – I like that sampling at Paganicon and it, it makes it so much easier for people who are just starting or want to learn more and you know are tired of Google or they don't want to read it in a book. They want to talk to people.
0: Yeah. So at the at Paganicon where, where it's represented, are they all from Minnesota or some from Wisconsin or how, what, what is kind of the area that we're looking at here?
1: The country,
0: so we, it's all over.
1: Yep, we are one of the uh, biggest conventions. Okay. in the country, I dare say, in an indoor con- like pagans like camping. So an indoor, right. not this
0: time of year here no. in Minnesota.
1: <laughs> so uh, one of the biggest indoor conventions um, in the country, and it's we have people coming. Like uh, Christopher Hughes is one of our guests of honor this year, and he's from Europe. Yeah. I don't remember what country, but Europe. And so, like. We have people from around the world come and speak, and we have people from around the country fly in just for this event. They, it's it's the biggest thing that they do all year, and we're very proud that we were able to make that.
0: When when the and I, I think about like the, the conventions that I do, though, like mm-hmm. either paranormal or the other like uh, British television ones, whatever else that you know, you mm-hmm. have people who. Have tables and they talk, you know, that people can yep. come by and get get uh, whatever mm-hmm. information. Do you have that there as well beyond the vendor side of things?
1: We actually do. We have um, it's like an author area, sure. And so different authors throughout the day, throughout the entire convention, will be up, and you can walk up, you can get a signed copy of their book, you can ask them questions. One of my uh, colleagues, S.J. Tilly, will be there on Saturday, and I'm super excited because. She's not a pagan author and yet she's more than welcome to come and be an author there because everyone is welcome.
0: That's great. I mean that's sounds really exciting actually. Um, how many – are you able – to? and if you can't say this, that's totally fine. Roughly like how many people attend the convention?
1: OK. So that is a difficult question because of the pandemic. Yes. So last year, 500 to 550. Sure. Which it was our first year back. That's amazing. Sure this year we've and we're still 3 weeks out please buy your tickets <laughs> um we already have over 600 that's great and we still have 3 weeks to go
0: well you know i mean it's it's a good size convention but it's not overwhelming mm-hmm. i mean i mean i'm sure you've been i i know i've been to conventions that have like 3 5000 people
1: those you're but, right i i like manageable where it still feels like a community
0: yeah Absolutely. And I only ask because I do know that people are are weary of just in general or even before the pandemic. There are a lot of us who – you know, get frightened by the sun, don't want to go out. I yep. don't mean to be disparaging because I am one of them. But mm-hmm. you be very careful about that sort of thing yeah. because you just want to know how many mm-hmm. people are there.
1: Yeah. And so eventually, like, I would love it if we broke a thousand. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it will happen this year. But, I mean, that's my personal, like, I would celebrate for. But it's not like a 60,000, like, no, it's not no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: which is Which is great. So I say to people who go to the convention – Take advantage of it. Yep. Take advantage of it. Take advantage of talking with people and get as much information as possible out of it.
1: Yep. One-on-one time is priceless and we like to think that we have a lot of it there.
0: That is, that is really, really cool. And, uh, I, I'm excited. I'm excited for you. I I was excited for all of you last year about that too. Why don't we do this? Let's take another break. We're going to continue our conversation with Lily McNamara as we talk more about Paganicon 2023. We're going to talk a little bit about paranormal as well. You're listening to Ghost Box Radio on AM 950. And I was just uh, teaching Lily how to uh, do radio, so expect her to take my job here, telling her how the, the timing works and stuff, so... That's good. And I also wanted to give a special thanks, as always, to Char Savoy and Metamorphosis Connections. Uh, please go and check out the site, metamorphosisconnections.com. Uh, you're going to see a lot of information there that will help you. And, uh, you know, please, uh, let them know that, uh, you heard about them through AM950 Ghost Box Radio. I'd appreciate it. Speaking of Miss Char Savoy, Miss Savoy and myself will be doing this Wednesday. It's already March 1st. How did that happen? Granted, there's two days missing in February, and we're still looking for those. Uh, Ghost Stories and Beyond returns to Billy's and Anoka this Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. As I said, join Char and myself for our monthly in-person get-together as we share some paranormal stories that happened to us. But also, we love listening to your stories. I absolutely love it. Uh, You know, as we talked last time, there will be some spirits there in the form of uh, booze. And, uh, you know, (laughs) we could talk about ghosts, UFOs, Bigfoot. Whatever you want, is this is your time, and you know, maybe if there's a way we can try to see if any of the uh, management at Billy's could talk about their ghost stories because Billy's is a pretty haunted location, so is Anoka in general, as we know. It's a fun night of listening to ghost stories. It's ten dollars a ticket, does not cover food or drink. And uh, it's in the basement of Billy, So we hope to see you there. And uh, I, I'm really looking forward to it. And also I wanted to say, please keep Saturday, April 8th on your calendar. We're doing a special two-hour episode of Ghost Box Radio. That's Saturday night from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time as we talk about alien abductions and alien experiences all the guests that we're going to have on that night are going to have some fun – going to have some interactions with – had had – excuse me, had some interactions with aliens and we're going to hear their stories. It's it's going to be pretty incredible. It's going to be pretty intense I think. Um, I'm going to update more information as soon as we get it but April 8th at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for a special live two-hour episode of Ghost Box Radio. Definitely check it out. Now, if you miss Ghost Box Radio with Greg Bakken Live, AM 950 replays these episodes Saturday nights at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, or you can listen anytime by going to Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. After listening, please leave a positive review for my show. That would be really great. I'd really appreciate that. Our guest today is Lily McNamara, who is part of the group Twin Cities Pagan Pride that is putting on Paganicon 2023 that takes place... March 17th through 19th at the Crown Plaza in Plymouth. You can find out more at tcpaganpride.org and uh you know wanted to talk a little bit because we talked before the show a little bit Lily about um, you know that that connection between doing paranormal work and doing yep. you know mediumship and metaphysical mm-hmm. stuff and and uh you know I you know I so badly want to ask you if you had any Paranormal experiences, but that's not going to be a question that you're going to be able to answer because it's it's a different. We're looking at things, the same things, a little bit yeah. differently.
1: Yeah, and i've I've helped with investigations before as as like a medium, and they mm-hmm. are they are fabulous and wonderful. It is, I love that it's so it's looking at the same thing in a different perspective. Yeah, that rocked my world because I was so used to just doing mediumship that. And I realized someone had explained to me um, years ago, you know, not everyone's like you because <laughs> everything is so normal and natural. I've trained in this and they said not everyone can see spirits and talk to them and that's what the paranormal is. It's giving access to everyone and I thought that was so cool and why wouldn't you want to be a part of that and help with that, that like using the the ghost box and the, and the lights and everything, it – it allows everyone to see the spirits and communicate with them, not just mediums. And I was like, that to me is the the best part about the paranormal.
0: So you don't look at it and be like, why are you doing all that? Because they just can talk to me.
1: Yeah. Like I look at all the equipment and I'm like, well, no, I don't need you to touch the box. Yes or yeah. no. I hear you say yes or no. I mm-hmm. can see your body language as you say it to know if you're angry or not. And But not everyone can do that. Yeah. And so me going about and should be like, oh, yeah, this is normal. It's like – Again, when I was younger, people explained it to me. It's like, yeah, but not everyone does that. So don't stop assuming that everyone sees the world like you do and be open to helping people see the world in a different way through this equipment and through paranormal. And I was like, Oh yes, please. Oh mm-hmm. yes, please. <clears throat> mm-hmm.
0: Have you um I it's funny because, you know, we through that class that Sharon and I do, we we've had uh some uh, Folks with strong mediumship abilities that they were, you know, that they've been mediums before they took the class. Yeah, and it's it's interesting to watch because some will come in and they'll be with a group of people, and they forget that they're with a group of people, so they're mm-hmm. communicating spirit. Yep, not verbally. Mm-hmm. And and people are, and some of us are are, are going to be a bit like we need to hear you. You need yep. to say it out loud.
1: Yep, and I. I've been a medium for a long time, but I've also been like traditionally trained and been doing this professionally. And so it's like I will always turn towards the spirit and communicate and then I'll say everything out loud. Mm-hmm. And I encourage people like if there was a spirit in the room, I wouldn't want you to make eye contact with me. I would want you to look at the spirit and talk to right. them. I am simply the voice machine. I yeah. am I am the talking puppet. I yeah. I am – so yeah, it's – it is interesting to have people because like if, if you weren't here, I would just do it all – you know, yeah. mediumship. I wouldn't. Yep. Yep. But if you were here, it'd be like, oh yeah. And then this is what's being said, and this is how it's being said, and yeah, and stuff like that. So it's it's a it's a very important skill for mediums to have if they're going to be doing it around other people.
0: Yeah, it's it, and you know, I've also had you know, mediums say uh, that they're just like they're saying, spirit is just like I don't, I I don't feel like I have to answer th- even though there's other people there. I don't have to answer through the equipment because you're mm-hmm. here. Yep. And it's it's tough because we mm-hmm. want to hear. I mean, and there, I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie. I am all about uh, using mediumship. Mm-hmm. I do it for certain aspects of what I do as yeah. well. But I love the equipment mm-hmm. and it's fun to see. But there's I think there's that fine line too yes. of not wanting to be exploitative to spirits. Mm-hmm. Like, did, are we are we gonna have them put? You know, turn on a piece of equipment because it will actually help us in the investigation, Mm -hmm. or are we being selfish Mm -hmm. and we want to do it because oh, let's you know, let's. It's like having the dog jump through the hoop sort of thing. Is it
1: performative? And exactly. And I always have um, a hard time with people doing that. So here is the phrase that I tell people with Mm -hmm. me and my gifts and stuff because they can be very entertaining, and I'm entertaining. I am not a performing monkey in heels. Yeah. I am not here to entertain you and never will be. If you are entertained, that's a side effect. I am here to help you either as a person or the spirit as a yeah. spirit and mm-hmm. and so that's the way I the attitude mm-hmm. I always go into it with. It's like if this turns into a performing monkey in heels, I will immediately like disengage from the situation.
0: Yeah. No, and and I feel I feel all of us that in in our orbit um mm-hmm. do the same would do the same sort of thing too.
1: Yep. Yeah, because some of it is just super cool to like, mm-hmm. you said, I do not know what it's called. I call it the Christmas tree. It is not. It is a c- cylinder that has a bunch of different colored lights.
0: Yep, it's called the Christmas tree. No, it's not. It's called a REM pod. <laughs> oh, okay. I
1: was like, oh, I got all
0: excited. And
1: that is my favorite because, of course, I like Christmas and Christmas lights and stuff. But like seeing that light up makes me super happy. Yeah. Cause it, and it's like, but are you doing it? For performative, or is it actually giving you useful information? But that is my favorite tool because it is—it reminds me of a Christmas tree. Well,
0: and you know the thing about the equipment, and we we talk about this in different investigations. Is like, when is it too much equipment mm-hmm. out on a table? You know, you could I could fill up this table with stuff. Yeah, but is that is that necessary? And mm-hmm. it is not. Yep. That that's the answer. It's not necessary because mm-hmm. you should be able to have a couple things. Um, I understand that spirit may gravitate to something more than one or the other yeah. but if you give me a choice of like 75 items mm-hmm. it's too much
1: that so, yeah I did not think there were 75 I'm yeah. like there's like 10 right
0: well you know <laughs> even 10 <laughs> 8 you know five
1: it's cuz when <laughs> I th- when I think about it not not to go off on a tangent I'm like okay something video recording like mm-hmm. there's usually a camera up somewhere yeah. and then usually some kind of um not attached to the camera, an audio, you know, to Mm -hmm. catch the the Mm -hmm. whispers and then something that lights up. Like in my mind, it's like those three things, that's like the tripod of paranormal. Anything else, I'm like, that's a lot of technology and a lot of frequency in a room with something so delicate as a spirit. Is any of that interfering with the spirit's frequency?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's just it. And, you know, When you when you're working and it's tough, like when you're doing the events and stuff, you everybody wants to have their moment. They Mm -hmm. want you know you're investing in the equipment, you're bringing it to some location, so Mm -hmm. you're in a room and like five different people have the same sets of equipment Mm -hmm. and they put it out there. And I I appreciate that Mm -hmm. you know everyone wants to have that experience, wants to have that moment. That's why we do them. Yeah. But you know, at the same time, it's like. Just, you know, we're so careful when we're getting people in and remind them this isn't a dog and pony show. Yep. You can put it out there, but just know that, you know, it might be too much for them or whatever else. And you get some people who show up with nothing and they're just like, I don't even want to talk to them. I just want to experience it. I just want to see what happens Mm -hmm. amongst the people. Observe.
1: I love it. So I have a question for you based off this. As we're talking, does. In attendees, um, energy matter. So like in personal sessions and stuff, when I have clients, if their energy is super off, it won't be as successful as a session. And so like you said, five different people will show up Mm -hmm. with the same equipment. If someone is showing up ready to rumble (laughs) like, and their energy is, I want this, I want this, I want this, I feel like that – if I was a spirit, I'd be like – No, thank you to you. I'll take a hard pass, but I'm going to go over here to the nice lady who just keeps twitching.
0: Like 100%. And, you know, the thing is, too, it's like sometimes we have to tell people to to ramp it down. Mm -hmm. You know, you get the people who are, you know, there's a certain type of uh, investigator comes in that might have watched a couple of the shows on travel that are a little bit more aggressive. Yeah. And that is not how we Mm -hmm. want it to be done if we see anyone do that. They get a warning. If they continue doing it, they're out. Yep. No refund, no nothing. Um, yep. And also, another way to do it, um, real fast, is that what we get is someone will come in and you go to, say, like the Mounds Theater and you're looking for people who, the spirits who have come through that, you know, were there at the bygone age of movies and stuff. All of a sudden, your grandma comes through. Yep. And people aren't expecting a loved mm-hmm. one to come through. I had one time. And I'm going to say this quickly before we go to break. I had uh, someone come through uh, and we've identified it as a lady who is in the group, her unborn child.
1: Oh, yep. Mm-hmm.
0: And that – I mean sometimes we get it where they are absolutely – I mean they have. we have to like sit with them for a bit and, yep. and help them through that yep. because that was not what mm-hmm. they bought the ticket for.
1: I agree. I've had galleries like that where, if the intention isn't set and and everything like funneling the message through me, and like a child will come up or something, and it's like, ooh, okay, yeah. So it it takes a minute for some people.
0: It it really does, and it's I mean, and it's a very good question. I mean, I guess we switched roles. You are now asking the questions. (laughs) I mean, no, it's fine. I mean, I get it. I wasn't doing a good job. Get someone in who can do it. I appreciate it very much.
1: I'm just such a nosy person, though. (laughs) Like you know me, I'll ask 50 million questions to. A stranger.
0: <laughs> well, let's let's do this. Uh, we're going to take our last break. We're going to finish our conversation or Lily's interview of me, I guess, uh, as we talk more about Paganicon 2023. You're listening to Ghost Box Radio on AM 950. And next week on Ghost Box Radio with Greg Bakken, we are not a political show, but we're going to be talking about the White House. The Haunted White House. I'm going to have on guest Dale Kaczmarek as he talks about some of the more haunted aspects of the White House uh, through time. And I'm I, it's one of those subjects I've always been interested in. So I'm really excited about it. It's going to be a fun one. Don't miss it. For our final segment, we return to our guest today, Lily McNamara, who is part of the group Twin Cities Pagan Pride that is putting on Paganicon 2023 that takes place March 17th through 19th. At the Crown Plaza, Plymouth. You can find out more at tcpaganpride.org. So, yeah, once again, I almost <laughs> listen. Last night we did a live streaming investigation from the mm-hmm. Grand House, and you could tell I was really getting tired. I We kept trying to play something from an audio recorder, like, okay, oh, let's li- yep. li- li- listen through the speaker, mm-hmm. except the speaker, I would never plug in the speaker. So, a constant, constant. We needed Patrick there to kind of get things going. And, uh, you know, I just, I don't know, Patrick. I mean, just, we needed, we needed you there. Oh, well, I wish I could have been there.
1: <laughs> Our faithful tech guy.
0: <laughs> so let's Let's wrap up this segment. I want to talk a little bit <clears throat> about the work that you do outside of these conventions because you do your own thing as well yes. and what what is that? Tell us about it, please.
1: So I'm a holistic practitioner and a psychic spiritual advisor, so I help one on one clients um, to be the hero of their own story and to get over um, a lot of hardships and actually something that you had mentioned that was really cool. Uh, the, the alien thing in April. Yeah. So I've actually done readings where we have discussed past lives in other dimensions. How oh, nice. And so that's what it reminded me of. Yep. So yep. when is – I'm sorry. When is that? It's April 8th?
0: April 8th at 8 p.m.
1: I love it. So that's what it reminded me of. So I help people deal with past lives and trauma and to really just feel empowered to be the best version of their self through tarot and psychic mediumship and then um, I have the sound symposium which is my own yep. pagan and spiritual event which is just about giving back to the community that I love and it's about um, diversity and really having a place for everyone in the community and I uh, give me a hatchet I will carve out a space for anybody yeah like, I want everyone at the table.
0: I remember we had you on to talk about that in October and you know we we haven't talked a lot about it since but how did that go?
1: Smashing event. Fantastic. Uh, It broke even, and for an event to break even its first year is unheard of. Um, So I am immensely happy with my community coming forward, and everything was great. There was nothing like a lot of people were really concerned that it's like, oh, it's so diverse that there's going to be hatred, that someone is going to come and be prejudiced. And there was nothing like that. And I always told people, I'm like, I'm very open about what the event is, and if you want to bring that negativity, One don't come. Two, if you do, you get to deal with me face to face, and I am a very loud person. (laughs) (laughs) So it it was fabulous, and I can't wait to do it again. It's on October twenty eighth this year, and so it it's going to be fabulous, bigger and better than ever.
0: That is that is that is great. And you know the thing about that what what really kind of drew my attention when we talked about it is how uh, you made it very personalized. For people, you know, you made it so that there are things, and and I I made me think of a a local Doctor Who convention that I'm part of uh, called Mm -hmm. Council Room. That you know, it's it's about what can we do to make the congoer experience, you know, Mm -hmm. a good one, a personal personalized one, one that just makes you feel like that you're not just Mm -hmm. somebody who's paying us money and you can walk around, but that there's something that you're going to leave with that's going to you're just going to feel better about everything.
1: Yeah. And it so there is a famous quote that actually kind of like sprung the sound symposium out of it. And I can't remember who the quote is by, but it's a good library will have something to offend everybody. (laughs) And I made the sound symposium. I wanted it to be so diverse that there was something to make everyone uncomfortable to push their boundaries. I wanted something for everyone, but also something that was outside everyone's comfort zone, no matter what that was. And so that's the quote that I was like, I want true diversity and true diversity means that you will not be comfortable all the time but you will always feel safe here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because every, every, everyone who is there is celebrated.
1: Yep. Exactly. For exactly who they are and where mm-hmm. they are. It's never like, oh, we wish you were better or different. It's like, oh, no, you're fabulous the way you are. Don't yep. change. Don't change.
0: You're <laughs> perfect as you are. And, exactly. And if you want to uh, explore other areas, mm-hmm. that's there too. Exactly. Wow, that's that's uh, pretty incredible. Now, if someone wants to uh, get a hold of you for the work that you do, mm-hmm. what, how does that happen?
1: Most people go to the website or social media. I am a good millennial. I am all over social media. <laughs> so, lilyofthelight.com or at lily of the light on um, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook.
0: And you did you did a live video right before coming into this fine building. Yep. Fine Establishment.
1: Yep. I did it from uh, my car. And for those of you who cannot see, I'm wearing pretty makeup today. So lives are a must on pretty makeup days. <laughs> well,
0: I was going to say, it's always great to dress up when you're on the radio. You know, that's, yes. that's really good. I mean, <laughs> as you can tell, I mean, I mean people, people probably think that I forget that there is a camera by the way I dress every week. But, you know, I mean, it's just, you know, sometimes you're just like.
1: Well, most of the time they see me because I'm all about authenticity. And this is my authentic self. But so is like I wear a hat. That has cat ears and I, like, wear hoodies all the time and I'm, like, laying on my couch doing the lives. So they actually get to see – like, no, I'm not just a hobgoblin. I swear. I, I dress I dress up occasionally.
0: <laughs> so we don't have cat ears today because you decided not because of the headphones then? Is that – or are you just – The first
1: time that I was here and did an interview several years ago, I wore this gorgeous maroon fedora and I biffed and forgot that at a radio station you have to wear headphones. <laughs> And so I had such messy hair. I perched it on top. And so from then on, every single time I come in to do – to talk to you, to talk to anybody, I wear the French beret because I can wear the headphones with it. All my other hats are like statements. (laughs)
0: That's funny. I mean, it, but that that would be my luck too. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to wear a hat because I just you know I don't care. And then I go somewhere. Where it's like you have to take the hat off. Like, oh yep. please.
1: Yep, and and I'm at the point in in my life and like my my spiritual practice where my hat. No one sees the top of my head. Um, I participate in veiling, which just means your head is covered in public. And so when people are like, oh, you have to take off your hat. I'm like, yeah, no it's it stays on <laughs>
0: yeah well I mean that's that's I mean and that's that's all par part for the course that you people have to respect yep those areas now mm-hmm. too I mean it just I mean they, they should
1: absolutely and it's it's the diversity a head covering can be anything yeah. and so you always just respect what whatever people are doing with their own fashion or beliefs or anything like that
0: it's amazing how um, sometimes it it's it's so simple mm-hmm Some people make it so hard.
1: I feel like people add drama and like a much ado about nothing. (laughs) Yeah, very much. (laughs) Way more than is rational. (laughs) Right. Just go with the flow.
0: (laughs) Right. Absolutely. Lily McNamara is part of the group Twin Cities Pagan Pride that is putting on Paganicon 2023 that takes place this March 17th through 19th at the Crown Plaza in Plymouth. You can find out more about the convention and the Twin Cities Pagan Pride at tcpaganpride.org also uh, we're talking if you want to reach out to you directly lilyofthelight.com or dot com perfect thank you so much
1: thank you so much for having me I always love talking
0: to you likewise thank you very much this has been Ghost Box Radio with Greg Bakken on AM 950 thank you all for joining me next week we'll talk about the Haunted White House have a great week everyone take care